In this week's episode, we talk about navigating through life by making better bad decisions. Not necessarily making good decisions. Good decisions. Yeah. Yes, but but making the best worst decision that you can make, <laughs> yes. and how it relates to making birdies, pars, and bogeys. bogeys. And we want to live life making bogeys, making bogeys pretty bogeys darn much, <laughs> instead of triples and doubles. No triples and doubles. So it's really about making better bad decisions. Yes. You know, yeah. a, lot, a lot of times we talk about trying to make a perfect, like the perfect scenario, but is that necessarily realistic? No. Yeah. And are your, are your, like the bad decisions that you make now, they need to be better than your bad decisions you used to make before. Right. Right. Those are better bad decisions. Yeah. So today we're going to go through a, a host of topics, kind of rapid fire and just talk about, you, you might not make the perfect, you know, you might not make the perfect decision, but what are the host of options for a better bad decision? Because really, um, if you want to navigate and do, be successful through life, it's just do a really good job making the right bad decision versus oh, yeah. big bad decisions. Well, honestly, so the first time I ever thought about this or was given this idea or whatever was from my buddy who plays golf. He's a golfer. Yeah. Everything stems from golf, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and so, so that's part of why we're talking about yeah. this week. Masters yeah. were last week. And so he goes, uh, he shot like a 70 something. And he's like, man, I played horrible. But his worst, his, Worst round of golf then was better than his best round yep. of golf was then. Yeah. So, so golfers, for example. So, say you hit your drive into the woods. I think we can all relate to that. We've been there. You've got two options. One, you can try and get hit your eight iron as hard as you can up and over this tree to get it on the green for a chance at birdie. Okay. Or you can punch out 50 yards to the left and then try and get on and make a one putt for par or a two putt for bogey. Yeah. What do most of us do? Going for the green, baby. We, we go for the green, and then what happens? Shanks off the tree, hits the ground, goes out of bounds. Now you're definitely making at least a double bogey, and I think that's what a lot of people do with life. Oh, yeah. It's like... You can uh, take that right to nutrition. Yeah. It's great. It's good. Perfect segue. So um, I've got cookies in front of me. I've got a, a clear look at the green, which is eating all of them. Yes. Or I could take one out, put the back package away, and put it back. Yeah. What would be another example of making a better bad decision with food? Uh, you're out to eat. You're at a Mexican restaurant. They bring you the chips and salsa. They you force eat, you to eat them. Force you. I mean, it's yeah. literally like they mug you to eat them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you eat all three, and they keep on coming. They just don't stop. They like gets halfway down, and then more chips seem to come, and you just keep on Magic. keep on going. And then you eat all of your food on top of it. Yes. So I mean, you might as well, or you could do. Have a few chips and salsa, yeah. uh, and then eat your food. So, what about this though? What if I don't have self control? You screwed. Well, I would just <laughs> I would just tell tell the server to return the chips. Oh yeah, because you're gonna eat them all. Or and once you start eating one, and sometimes they come on, they say, "Hey, would you like chips and salsa?" No, no. thanks. Yeah, <laughs> move on. Don't tempt yourself. Order a big meal instead. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Or you could do a, a better quality. Say maybe, maybe they have a better quality appetizer. Maybe they have like a, I don't know. What places have better quality appetizers? Guacamole. Guac. Get extra guac. I get. But what are you going to do with all the chips? I don't want chips. You just eat the guac. I straight? eat the guac with a spoon. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, no, I'm not, not kidding you. I'm dead serious. Just eat straight guac with a spoon. Yes, try it. It works amazing. <laughs> I have no idea what yeah. to say. That. And it's like <laughs> server comes to you and they're like, <laughs> like I don't know. They're all right. You cool. know, he's like or she, she's like, uh, what would you like? I'm like, I'll take three hours of guacamole. Really? And they're like, what? I'm like, yes, that's what I want, and that's probably what I'm going to eat. So if you're at a sketchy, for example, Mexican restaurant where it doesn't have, like, quality protein, yeah, like, I still want to feast. 
Huh. So I might have like three orders of guac. All right, it's fine. My mind you get some, well. get some funny looks, but, but you move on. I bet, but it tastes really good too. It really tastes great. Cool. Yeah. All right, so how about a different restaurant? We go out to a restaurant. Um, instead of having the double cheeseburger with bacon and the blah, 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 order some steak and broccoli. You're still getting satiated with the steak because everybody likes steak. Yeah. Right? And they have some broccoli or some asparagus what, or something. What if I am going to eat like crap, though? What if I am going to have that pizza? What are some guidelines for me to, to help mitigate the damages? Try and have self-control. I okay, would what say. if that didn't work? Okay, then... Uh, I'm going to... I'll tell you what. Right, I'm going to go to spin and order an entire pizza and eat the whole thing. Okay. I'd say okay. choose... I'd say choose gluten-free crust. Okay. One thing, the gluten-free crust tastes fantastic anyways. Okay, next. Right. Um, Order one pizza and maybe a medium. Yeah. Right? Because their medium's a decent size. Oh, totally. And so you can- The mini-mia doesn't quite work out. No, not the mini-mia. No, no, just one for yourself. Don't order any breadsticks or nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, And then take a cold shower afterwards. Yep. What about timing? When should I eat that? Should I eat it right before bed? Exactly. Or as far (laughs) before- Do not eat it right before bed. Eat and then immediately go to sleep. No, no, no. Gap give time. Yourself, yeah, give, you know what you can also do is after you get done with that pizza, you go for a walk. It's yep. nice enough outside, even if it was cold outside, it'd be even, even better. Yeah. But go for go for a walk right yeah. right after right after, and then you can practice some breath hold, breath holding while you're yep. doing some walk. Uh, that'd be good. So yeah, so if you're gonna eat like garbage, which might have a tendency to happen, mm-hmm. space it out as far between bed uh, between or far before bed as you possibly can. Yeah, because then you can eat and then drink a lot before you go to sleep. Right, and and you can, <laughs> well, we're, we're going to go to alcohol next, but no, your body's going to have a chance to start to metabolize those sugars, mm-hmm. and then if you take a cold shower, you're going to metabolize even more of them, you might get a good night's sleep, so that's one way to get away with it. What about alcohol? We're talking about this this window of time, alcohol. Just, just drink as much beer as possible. As fast as, as you can. As fast as you can. Yeah. Uh, shotgun them. Yeah. If, if you shotgun them, then they get the calories faster. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Uh, I, I would say choose, choose red wine. There's meant to have four glasses in one bottle, right? right. Uh, uh, bottles, generally speaking, meant to be shared with someone, right? Is that it's technically true? Yeah. Technically, you're supposed yep. to have a bottle with yep. someone. So maybe limit yourself to two glasses. Yeah. Uh, have them. AKA half the bottle, because it's really easy to make two glasses and become a full bottle. A full bottle right? Absolutely. Uh, and then maybe only open one, maybe stop around there. Uh, you can de- cold showers after drinking alcohol work phenomenal. Yes. Right. And it's even a little bit more funny because you're, you maybe you're a little buzzed and then you hop in the shower, you're like, do the cold shower works really, really well. And the same thing with timing before bed. You mm-hmm. do not want to drink two glasses of wine and then go to sleep. Correct. You want to have a buffer of, of time to yeah. start to metabolize that. Um, you know, if you're going to drink, it's more ideal to drink during the day, during sunlight hours than it is to... Day drinking. Day drinking. Yeah, here, here we are advocating it, but it's a better bad decision. And yes. if, you can, if you can drink from, you know, from 2 until 5 p.m. and then you have five hours to wind down and sober up and every, you know, let everything come back to be... That's a much better scenario than you know going to bed with a headache. <laughs> I'm just thinking, go. You can also go for a walk. We're gonna. You could also go for a walk. Yes. Have a bunch of drunk people walking yeah. around their blocks. Yes, <laughs> yes just no, no bike rides though. <laughs> no bike rides. Okay, so okay. so alcohol. Stick to you know the spirits, the low calorie stuff as you can. Soda waters, mm-hmm. tequilas Watch and fillers. vodkas. Holy no fillers, yeah. Watch the the mixers that you throw yeah. in there. Those are sneaky. Yeah. Um, as far as calorie consumption, I mean, you throw some coke, even I mean, anything in your yeah. rum and all that fun stuff. No okay. Next right. topic: caffeine. Uh, see, that's 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 a tough one for better bad decisions. Uh, pick something that's going to be because we're we're saying caffeine is a bad decision. 
but it's but it's something that's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's going it's going to happen. Can you limit it to the morning? Right. Yeah. What's the reason that you need caffeine? Right. Yeah. So we can go into that. If you're going to have something, I know something that works with me is uh, I'll have decaf coffee in the evening, and since I get the same flavor as regular coffee, it almost tricks my brain. Sure. Because I you, I'm, I was talking to somebody about that this morning. Um, he, you know, I was saying how how did I get off coffee? I would just I would flip. You know, oh, one day I do caffeine, one day I do decaf, one day I do caffeine, and then on the weekends I would only do decaf, mm-hmm. and then I'd pick one day a week to do decaf, and it was just totally the same thing. It's just that psychological effect of hey, I enjoy the taste of this. Yeah. Or if you are gonna have caffeine, make sure you're gonna utilize it. Yeah. It's like high power day. Like hey, I need to. Yeah. If, if you're having, big day. Yeah. If you're having caffeine, go, I mean, you better plan yourself out. Right. Don't have caffeine and then go take a nap. Right. Just to just to, to waste it. So, you know, be done with drinking caffeine by ten o'clock. What? Yeah. Set, at, even, at if you set a, even if you set a hard timeline. Even if the latest be like two o'clock. Yeah. And you go to bed at ten, then then you're in, in your better scenario. So that, that segues yeah. in perfectly to sleep. Better bad decisions here. Uh, first thing that comes to mind for me is getting up at the same time. Or or, or within an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of when you go to bed. So, you know, some nights you might stay up till midnight. Well, sleeping in the next day is just going to throw off your rhythm going forward. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, tape over mouth. Yeah, that's a great one. It's easy. You don't have to think about we, it. We've had a lot of people doing this the last like, couple months. Yeah. And? It's been fantastic. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, months. you said the other day you won't go to sleep again without tape over mouth. Now. And Britt's over it and she's, she's cool with it now. Yeah. Because when the tape goes on, it's like... Whew, Leave me signed out. out. Well, no, it's not. You know, just I'm signed out. Yeah, that's that's it's the day's over. That's game over. Yeah, um, I I so I'll play around with. I do. I'll do tape over my mouth. No tape over my mouth. Eventually, I'd like to be where I don't have to have tape over my mouth. Sure. Um, and so, if I'm going to bed late, it's a tape over your mouth day because yeah. then I know I'm going to get some yeah. deep locking it quality in. sleep. Like yeah. I'm just going to go, just go to sleep. Yeah. Um, Get rid of your phone right before you go to sleep. I mean, or, if you know, or an hour before, or two hours before. Yeah, if you can plan an, if you know you're going to be up late and you have some sort of, if you can plan a nap ahead of time, yeah, that'd be better. I mean, that'd be. If great. you know you're going to be up. If you know you're going to yeah. be up. Like, yeah, we're getting ahead versus falling behind. Most yeah. people are like, oh, I need a nap now. Mm-hmm. Maybe preemptively load, load the nap, and then one hack that that is that I, I usually I do this a couple times a week. I'll lay on the ground and put my feet up on the wall. It's yeah. a way to just to reset your adrenal glands. So it's not really like taking a nap. You just do it for five minutes. Just lay on the lay on the ground, put your feet on the wall, just like we do like a figure four stretch. Yeah. So that's that's a way to get kind of an express nap. But a nap doesn't have to be in bed. You no. can just sit still for ten minutes. Yeah. Close your eyes. You don't have to fall asleep. No, you don't. And, and, and you yeah. might, but yeah. just but you know I'll just lay on my back sometimes just on the floor and just try and be still. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden like timer goes off you're like what happened that was 10 minutes already goes, goes by um, quick. just to give yourself a little reset yeah give yourself reset I never used to do that before before I just say okay I need, so here you go here's, here's your better bad decision right here yeah. so you go for instead of having caffeine yeah where you would have just been like alright come on another 100 milligrams yeah let's take a nap dose up let's right. take a nap that's a yeah. great that's a great better bad decision take a nap or just or close your eyes or like you know might, you might not be able to do it at your desk go to the bathroom and lock yourself in a stall <laughs> and just close your eyes for five yes. minutes. Debbie and I will say, we're gonna, I'm going to take a 10-minute eye close. Just 10-minute eye close. You're not necessarily sleeping, but your eye close. Big, big difference. Okay. Yeah. So sleep, hugely impactful. Get it. Get as much of it as you can. If you can, lock in, you know, 
lock in the insurance net beforehand or just that little chill factor of, of trying to downregulate. Dark room, sleep as much as you can, and try and get up around the same time every day so you have so you have a rhythm and you know, try and go to bed at the same time as well. So now we go into workouts. So, you know, it took us what five topics before we got to workouts. Yeah. Because I mean, there's a lot more. Because workout, cause if you work out for an hour a day, for five days a week, that's five hours out of how many hours? One sixty-eight. That's not right. One sixty-eight. Not very many. Right. It's a small factor. Yeah. It's a, it's a good factor. Everyone yeah. needs to work out or yeah. move. Or move. Right. Um, and that, and I think that's a better bad decision. It is yeah. like instead of not working out, yeah. you can just move. Yeah. So like yesterday, up in uh, I was watching the boys. Walter Bowes sitting in his little uh, bouncer sh- bouncer chair, and I was like, "All right, I'm going to do five rounds of uh, twenty sit ups and twenty push ups." Doesn't require any equipment. Doesn't require nothing. And you probably didn't break a sweat. Oh, I broke a little. Maybe bit. broke a little sweat. Okay, yeah. so it's nice. I just moved around. So, so moving. So, what if you what if you look at the workout though and you can't RX it? I mean, why did, why even come? Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. So it's like you know you you might you might have that attitude where like, hey, well, I'm not going to be able to do this really well. Yeah, come and do it. Come in and do it anyway. No, come in and get a little bit of something. Yeah, so I was, I was, I think I talked to you about this uh, last. I did Fran or whatever last Friday, and before, like my mentality going into doing Fran is like, man, if you're gonna do it, you might as well, you better PR. You, you have, better it has go. To be the best thing you've ever done. Best thing you've ever done. Go hard. And even though I wasn't feeling it that day, I was like, all right, still gonna do it. Uh, I did it. I went unbroken, but I was forty seconds slower than my fastest time. So I did better than my best t- than one of my better times before. Yeah. Even though it was worse than my fastest time. Right. So it was better than my worst time. Right. So it was like still like I still was like all right that was that was good. There's still a sense of an accomplishment there. Oh, absolutely. Even though you didn't even though you didn't hit the number that you're after. Exactly. And I think that's the way it goes. Kind of nine out of ten days. Yes. If you're being if you're being honest, you're not you're not PRing or, or setting day. setting some new r- record every day. It's like one time every couple of weeks. Yeah, but how can you how can you look at each workout as okay? How did I do this better than I would have done it when I first started? Because yeah. I mean, most I mean, when right. you first start, you're not doing huge huge, huge progress. So yeah. so the bottom line there is do something, and that's kind of what we always said is do a little of something better than a lot of nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's, you're really good at that in the morning. Which is what? You do five minutes of something. Yeah, something. I mean, that's all it's it insur- It's insurance. Yeah. And then if I get a workout in during the day, it's great. Yeah. But otherwise, I've got that five minutes of insurance. And for me, that takes my stress meter down of, am I going to be able to get to the gym? Am I going to be able to work? And I live at the gym. But am I going to be able to get in there? Am I going to be able to break out an hour? No. If it happens, if it happens, great. If it doesn't, I'm already good. I yeah. have my insurance. You've moved around. You've moved yeah. around. Get, get and move just a little bit. Uh, thinking. Uh, this is this is another part of it. So you so you're working out, you're eating clean. What are you telling yourself? What mm-hmm. are you what are you telling What are you telling your brain? What are you um, What thoughts are you putting inside your head? And I think that's something that people don't t- take uh, seriously enough because it really affects affects how you feel. What what you're saying to yourself? Absolutely, positive self talk is huge, yeah. huge. Everyone and and it affects how you do workouts. Like if you're constantly telling yourself you suck. Right. Uh, you're you're going to suck. suck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's all there is to it. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I think we talked about it last week is you just got to not think right. one, but I mean, you just got to, you just got to go into it. Yeah. Focus on one thing at a time. One thing at a time. Just next steps moving forward. There's always progress somewhere. Yeah. You may not see the progress, but there's, I mean, guaranteed there's going to be progress right. in some style of workout. Yeah. Right. Whether it's 
okay, I did more, say the time before you only did six reps, this time you did eight reps. Okay, that's still progress. So right. you only added a pound, another set of clips, yeah. it's still progress. Yeah, and I think the other way I think of it is like visualization. So you come in, say you're 40 pounds overweight, you say to yourself, gosh, I need to lose 40 pounds, I need to lose 40 pounds, I need to lose 40 pounds, and it just gets heavier and heavier and heavier, it weighs on you. Why not say, I am a fit person? Mm -hmm. It just, it, I am a fit person, period, but it just hasn't come to fruition yet. Yeah. And, and filling yourself with, with that visualization of, yes, I'm fit, I can do pull-ups, just not yet. Yeah. And, and I think that's a lot much, or much more positive approach than, Oh, I can't do pull-ups. Yeah. I can't do handstand push-ups. Mm -hmm. I can't run. I can run, just not yet. Right? Yeah. Today, I'm going to ride the bike. Yeah. Oh, I like what Chris said today. Is like, what are you today? Today, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to come in and do my best of this workout. Yeah. I'm going to consistently make progress going, moving yeah. forward. Yeah. Right. Keep on, keep on going. Keep on crushing it. Yeah. Um, and eventually, I'm going to get there. And then another cool thing about, about positive, positive thoughts are... What are you doing to help other people? So, so say you come in and you're that you know person who wants to lose forty pounds. Are you complimentary of the others who have? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what keeps this wheel moving around. Is if you're coming in and you're building other people up and you're saying, "Wow, you did, you did great. That was so awesome." Yada yada. You're like building other people up. Guess what's going to be there for you when you need it? You're going to get that um, you know that constant uh, you know positive reinforcement. So I think it's important to acknowledge others too well and a lot of that comes in like you see yourself every day so you don't see the progress that you make right. as much as other people see the progress in you. right so if you take time to notice those things a lot of people don't notice hey i've made progress over the last six months yeah and we come in and like dude you're looking for yeah have you lost weight like no i haven't i'm still suck well right. actually, you look a lot better <laughs> yeah. your face looks leaner you got you can see your neck yeah I mean, yeah, no, before and afters, yeah, it's really hard to see self-progress day in, day out when yeah. you're looking at yourself all the time. Right. That is, that is like one of the hardest. The best gauge is people you see once a month. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll notice different. They'll yeah. notice the difference pretty, pretty darn quickly. And then, um, so we go from positive thoughts, uh, applying them not only to yourself. Oh, sorry. It's a lot easier to apply positive thoughts to others. Oh, absolutely. We should have started the, the backwards. It's easier for you to say, hey, you did a great job. Like, I'm excited for you. But it's really hard for you to say that about yourself. So it's, it's a really, really fun exercise to either, you know, do some visualizations of who you will be, mm -hmm. you know, and but state it in the present tense. I have lost 40 pounds. Oh, yeah. I have lost. I, I can do a muscle up. Yeah. And if you're, what is it? If your mind can achieve it, your your but the mind can conceive, conceive and it. believe, yeah. and can achieve. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you can, if your mind can uh, conceive it, you can you can achieve it. So if you're telling yourself, "I can do muscle ups," your brain thinks you can do muscle ups. Yeah. And like it's eventually going to happen. Or if you say, "I'm I lost forty pounds," you, yeah. you know, you're it's gonna, like yeah. fake it till you make it, but it really really works. There's a lot of power to it. Yeah. Um, the reason I was laughing is. Uh, so in Froning and Friends, their podcast or whatever, mm -hmm. Hillary was, Rich Froning's wife was like, I can do a muscle up. I just, I watch people do muscle ups all the time. I can do a muscle up. And Rich is like, no, you can't. You, you can't. No, you can't. So she's like, I'm going to try it. So she sets up her phone. She goes into the, the, the barn by herself or whatever. And she tries to do a muzzle up. And she <laughs> slips off the rings, I guess, and busts her ankle. 
And, uh, <laughs> but the thing is, all on video, so she deletes the video. This is Debbie telling me, like third yeah. person, but yeah. uh, deletes the video. And then we're just like, "What did you do to your? What did you do to your ankle? You busted yourself up." Yeah. I was trying to do a muscle up. Oh my goodness! So I just thought that was funny. Yes, but yeah, practice. you can do a muscle up. <laughs> but the point is, don't just do it to lose it. But practice and, um, and and work your way through it. And then we had one one more topic, which was screens. And I think this one's becoming more and more, like screen. You could use it as like this ubiquitous term for anything that provides distraction in your life. Mm-hmm. And and you know your your mind should be a temple, and what you bring into it should be of value. Yes. And and not just chasing you know chasing squirrels around. So so what are some things that people can do to kind of download the Moment app? Yeah. It's actually really really cool. So that Moment app, like you can set a daily limit. And every so often, it keeps flashing. Well, oh, it, yeah. man, and even if you put it on mute, the daily—if you reach your daily limit, it's going to keep on going. Bling, 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 yeah. bling, and it's an annoying thing. So you just turn off your phone. You're like, all right, fine, I'm done. I've only yeah. hit that daily limit once, but before you would have never known how much of that daily limit right. you would have been doing, or how much you're on your actual. Your actual well, that's why you're so tall. I was like, cheapers. I thought yeah. I was thinking there. I had like a really short torso or something I like that. On this thing, it was like <laughs> hurt my butt. Yeah, thanks for okay. Thanks for thinking of me. Yep, got my yoga block. Awesome. I'm just not gonna be able to stand after this. <laughs> you guys uh, didn't say anything last time. Like, you guys have hard butts or something. hard butts. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. So the Moment app is a, is a great tool mm-hmm. to uh, to help yourself or just to be a kind of aware. If you're tracking, if you're tracking what you eat and how much you sleep and uh, when you work out, you should probably track how much time you're spending on this you know brain sucking device. We need it to wholly depend on it. Yeah, but um, you know, I, I think there you should take screen breaks during the day. Mm-hmm. You know, give yourself an hour and just forget. Try forgetting your phone in your car when you get home sometime. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, if it's not if it's not around, you won't have you won't have the ability to use it, right? And yeah. there's nothing that's so important that can't wait until, especially if you're with your family. Yeah, if you're with your family, everything right. else can probably wait a little right. bit. Sure. Um, so that's that's one thing. Or put it on the charger. You, you like yeah. go put it on the charger upstairs. Yeah. Or I've wherever your drawer for it. Yeah. A drawer charger. Something like that's always helpful. Um, I think the biggest thing, like you said, is just be aware that you're on your phone. Yeah. Like you can get sucked into that thing mm-hmm. and not even know that you're on it. And an hour goes by and two hours go by. And then you, the thing you also notice is why are you grabbing your phone? Mm-hmm. Are, are you, you know, like I have a pure addiction to it. Like I'll grab my phone and I'll start picking up. I'm like, I don't know why I'm picking this up right now. <laughs> put it, put it down. Yeah, it sucks, it sucks you in. So, yeah. uh, one thing I like to do is like leave it at home if we go for a walk. Mm. Like leave it at home. You don't need it. Yeah. Like go go for a walk. Or you're going a half hour, an hour. What what you notice when you come back, you're not going to be you know gravitating towards it uh, as much. And then another thing that I'd recommend to everyone is give yourself like a block of time on the weekend where you don't touch no screens involved so it might be a Saturday afternoon you go you know whatever from noon to five no screens yeah just completely completely check out because I think as we go you know into this more and more modern world it's not so much about how much information you can take in it's going to be about how little information you can take in yeah because yeah, we well, what's the statistic? They said with this generation, we're going to be the smartest generation of all because we have all the knowledge we could ever want on our fingertips. But can we and apply we're, it? And we're tarn- starting not to be dumber and dumber right. because it's you just get sucked into that stupid yeah. phone yeah, exactly. um, and you don't apply anything. You're not, yeah, there's nothing nothing to apply. So there's great great tools there, but you know, pull pull your head out of it. And yeah, I think the biggest life. the biggest takeaway for this one for me, like like better bad decisions, yep. comes to nutrition. 
Yep. Like that's just the biggest one. It instead is. of instead of it eating, snowballs everything else. It'll affect your sleep. It'll affect what you drink. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Like instead of choosing to have, I mean, you could make it even simpler. Uh, triple bacon cheeseburger. Make it a single with no bun. Mm-hmm. Right, and it still tastes good. Yeah. Right, instead of having twenty cookies, yeah. have ten cookies. Or set a deal with yourself. Say, hey, I'm going to eat ten cookies, but I'm going to eat five and take a ten minute break. I've never done that before. That's well, hard. Well, but you set it up ahead of time. <laughs> well, you, that's yeah, a good deal. You I'm set it up that. ahead of time. Or, yeah. or it's like you know, if I'm going to have that that full pizza that I talked about, I have to have it done by six p.m. The Amram attack. Gotta go. Gotta get it done. Crush that pizza. Gotta get it done, and I gotta have that two or three hour window before bed. All these techniques. Other, otherwise, you just you just linger on. So Debbie does one with the cookies. She if she makes a bunch of cookies, she'll put them in like one for each of us. Uh, most of the time, I give mine to hers uh, in separate containers. Uh-huh. So you can only open up one container. Uh huh. Hey, whatever works. Great. Yeah. <laughs> I like the AMRAP pizza though. Yeah, get get it done. I only eat pizza once you finish and bust. And get on with it. That's amazing. Um, um, but anyway, yeah, make it's. It, we were trying to. We're trying to with with your with your health here. We're trying to make bogeys mm-hmm. and not double and triple bogeys. Yeah, you're probably not going to make birdies. Birdies are you know you're eating whole thirty and you're sleeping nine hours a night and you yes. come to the gym every single day and then you do some extra like. You know, some extra meditation several times a week. Yeah, it's high on your priority list. When you're making birdies, nutrition and all that stuff is high on the right. priority list. When right. it's down here below the, pri- the, the priority line, you, right. you got things. a lot of other life in the way. A lot. Of, I mean, then you start making bogeys. But how That's to? Fine. You can make bogeys and still play good golf. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So you can make some bogeys in your uh, in your in your health and still. Yeah. Be healthier than you were before. I love how we ended up talking about golf today. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the last time I played golf. Yeah, and it, and it yeah it relates to your to your health and dialing it in. So to sum it up, make you're gonna make bad decisions. Absolutely, it's gonna happen. Make better ones. Yep. Better bad decisions. Move on. Have a beautiful day and uh, make bogeys. And every now and again, <laughs> you'll get a par. Yeah. Every now and again, and then you know maybe one or, once every couple of rounds you find a birdie and, mm-hmm. and and all is well. So you guys, thanks for listening. Have yourself a beautiful day. Go out and make some bogeys.